Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It is a big week on Capitol Hill when it deals with the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden and Biden Associates. And I want to walk you through what you can expect to happen this week. Nearly two dozen, we now know for a fact, current and former officials serving in the White House and the Biden administration, including the president's national security advisor, as well as the secretary of state. We have confirmation now have extensive ties to Hunter Biden and his business associates. That's right. Hunter Biden, who is accused by Republicans of clearly selling access to the Biden family, specifically to his father, dating back more than a decade. A Fox News analysis revealed the extent of Hunter's potential reach in the White House as the embattled first son faces federal tax charges now in California as well as congressional investigation into his alleged influence peddling and foreign business deals. Now, Hunter pled not guilty during his initial court appearance this month after being charged with nine tax crimes stemming from an investigation by the Department of Justice Special Counsel David Weiss. A day earlier, he made a shocking appearance at that House Oversight Committee meeting where members were considering whether to hold him in contempt for defying a subpoena as part of the impeachment inquiry into his father, President Biden. Which brings me to the new part of the story. James Comer has now come out and answered a lot of questions about what's going to happen this week. And I want you to hear about all the associates that they're now going to be talking to and these depositions, including hearing from Hunter Biden. When will that happen? How will it happen? Take a listen to his back and forth on Hannity's TV show on Fox. Uh, was a new subpoena issued or did they just agree to comply with the old one? 
We issued a new subpoena because we wanted to make sure everything was done right. The old subpoena had an old date, so we make sure every I's dotted and T's crossed. And because we've done this investigation the right way, we're getting everything we wanted. We wanted Hunter Biden to come in and answer questions. Uh, we have a lot of questions, and now he's going to have to come in and sit down and, and answer specific questions about specific transactions, specific meetings. Uh, he's going to have to answer to uh, interviews that we've conducted with some of his former associates. And uh, we're going to see what level of involvement Joe Biden had in these Biden family schemes. Well, let's talk about it. what do you think the odds are that he's going to want to plead the fifth and his attorney, Abby Lowell, is not going to let him say a word. That's a possibility, correct? It, it is a possibility, but look, uh, they've been saying, they've been doing all these publicity stunts, saying they wanted to uh, get the truth out, they wanted to, to speak publicly. Well, all right, you're going to come in for this deposition, you're going to have an opportunity to answer questions. Hunter Biden's going to have an opportunity to defend his good name. And if he pleads the fifth and, and refuses to answer the questions, I think the American people can assume that this family has been on uh, on the take for a long time from our enemies around the world. So we're going to give Hunter Biden due process. He's going to come in. But I think at the end of the day, this is a huge victory for the House Oversight Committee. This is exactly what we wanted. And Hunter Biden learned that when you do things the right way, uh, that you don't get to uh, make your own rules. Uh, we're treating him I I, like... Go ahead, Sean. You know, you're treating him like, you, like everybody else. I got it. Um, all right, so it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how you explain away a phone call uh, uh, just five days before his father goes to Ukraine when he's in Dubai meeting with Burisma executives, Burisma executives on the phone with Hunter and Joe Biden. And that's when Joe Biden later bragged about leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars uh, to get a prosecutor fired because that was their big problem and they needed D.C. help. The prosecutors fired and Hunter, who admitted he had no experience in energy, oil, gas, Ukraine, getting paid millions at a time when he's a to drugs on top of it. Um, so uh, uh, that answer I would look forward to hearing. I'd like an answer on that, wouldn't you? Yeah, and he's going to be asked that question. He's going to be asked a lot of questions about China and Romania. What exactly did you do to receive the millions and millions of dollars that our enemies around the world sent you? What was the purpose for that money? And if they're going to, you know, if they're going to continue to play the loan card, uh, are you going to pay the money back? Uh, when you, you know, yeah. we heard from Kevin Morris today, Hunter Biden doesn't have a job. He doesn't have any assets. He owes Kevin Morris at least $5 million, if not more. We learned that today. And, and according to what he told the bank, he owes China over $5 million. Uh, the loan total with Hunter Biden and Jim Biden now, as, as I calculated, is $15 million. We don't believe they're going to wow. pay any of this back. I mean, these are serious well, ethical issues and tax evasion issues that the Bidens are going to have to answer to. Well, I mean, I was listening to Jamie Raskin. Let's be honest. I mean, he's really just a political hack. Right. Um, but the idea, well, this was just a small percentage of his net worth, uh, $5 million. And, uh, but wasn't it given at a very critical time uh, leading into the 2020 election? This could have been a big campaign issue if, in fact, Hunter in... Uh, had not paid his taxes. Wasn't that money, the original money, used to pay ta back taxes? Yes, it was. And I think that's very important. We had an email today 
uh, courtesy of the IRS whistleblowers, that showed that, that uh, Kevin Morris sent an email to the accounting firm saying, we've got a huge political problem here. This is in 2020 during the presidential campaign, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. We've got a huge political problem here. And the political problem was that Hunter Biden uh, hadn't paid his taxes and the IRS was fixing to cart him off. And that would have been very damaging to Joe Biden's presidency. We believe that was a campaign finance violation. We believe that, that the purpose of that of that money was to save Joe Biden's political career. And, and look, Kevin Morris just met Hunter Biden. And five weeks later, he's paying his IRS tax bills. Uh, that's about the time of, of uh, from the time Kevin Morris met Hunter Biden to the time when he paid the first installment to the IRS for what uh, Hunter Biden owed. That doesn't seem normal. Wow. And for Jamie Raskins to try to explain that that's okay, I think is a bit of a stretch, even for Jamie Raskin. And I guess he was a fan of Hunter's art because didn't he purchase some of the art? Uh, did you talk about that? Yep. Did you ever t talk about the fact that Hunter, as far as we know, doesn't have a job, any source yep. of income? How did, I, I, if you give that much money, uh, my understanding is you're only allowed to give somebody, I believe, $15,000. After that, it's taxable. Right. Uh, so if it's a loan, doesn't it have to be on paper? Is there a paper yep. trail? Uh, is there interest payments that have to be made as well? Is there yeah. a payment schedule, repayment schedule? He said he had all that, but because he was also Hunter's attorney, he couldn't disclose that. So here's a guy saying he's his attorney and he's loaning him all this money. And in California, I don't believe you're allowed as an attorney to loan your client money. Lots of ethical questions here. Lots of tax evasion questions. Kevin Morris to sit for congressional interview. I played that for you in its entirety because there was so much information obviously coming out there. Uh, from James Comer that he, as he was talking to Hannity, I wanted to play that for you. Now, you, you talk about the follow the money here, right? And, and you talk about the cash coming from this attorney and this guy that's giving him $5 million. Like, oh, he's rich. It's not that much money. $5 million is a hell of a lot of money. The question is, what are you getting in return? They're like, well, it's a loan. Okay, when are you going to start paying back the loan? Now, I'm going to get more on that in a moment, but I also want to talk about some of these other notable individuals in the Biden administration that have direct ties to Hunter Biden. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company. And uh, if you're like me and you're sick and tired of giving your money to companies that hate you, that literally hate you, hate your family values, hate your Christian values, hate your traditional values. Well, now there's an option when it comes to your cell phone. I have switched to Patriot Mobile. And when I look at my phone every time, in the top left, it says Patriot. And I know that when I pay my bill every month, that a percentage of that bill at no extra cost to me is going to go back to support conservative causes, candidates, organizations, and most importantly to me, support the rights of unborn children in this country to live. Now, I do that every month because I love knowing that I'm giving my money to a company that actually loves my values. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Patriot Mobile is a great supporter of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them, because they support conservative ideals. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, the same exact cell phone towers you're using right now, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. 
So check out Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Ferguson. Join me, make the switch today, and make a difference with every phone call. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the most notable individuals from the analysis include two members of Biden's cabinet. One is former cabinet member, a top aide to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, a national security advisor, four top Biden White House aides, the communications director for the First Lady Joe Biden, and then multiple other former staffers are on this list. All emails were reviewed and verified by Fox News Digital. I'll give you one example of Kate Bedingfield, former White House communications director, who departed the role last year but is still a staunch defender of the Biden administration and serves as an outside surrogate. Previously communicated directly with Hunter Biden, we now know in 2016 about a column written by Joe Goldstein, a law professor, praising his father's presidency. Quote, it is excellent. We will move it around to the White House press corps. She wrote in, she wrote to Hunter and a number of others. Bettingfield was serving as then Vice President Joe Biden's 
communication director when she was directly communicating with Hunter. Other emails from 2015 also show that Bedingfield later tried to squash a Bloomberg story about Hunter Biden at the request of his firm, Rosemont Seneca. So to be clear, this email from 2015 shows your tax dollars paying the salary of Bedingfield, then working on behalf of a private citizen, Hunter Biden, to squash a negative story that would hurt Hunter Biden and by default would then hurt Joe Biden. Now, her job in a public communications role where you and I as taxpayers are paying literally her salary is not to go work for somebody and be the PR firm of a private citizen. The emails also show a close relationship between Biden's office, Hunter's longtime business partner, Eric Swearin, as well as the media. So yet again, your tax dollars paying the salaries of the comms department and communications director of the White House, who's then working on behalf of Hunter Biden. Swearin, who was the then president of Hunter's now defunct Rosemont Seneca Partners investment firm, asked the White House comms, Bedingfield, whether there was any follow-up, quote-unquote, by other news outlets on a New York Times story that said, quote, the credibility of the vice president's anti-corruption message may have been undermined by Hunter serving on the board of Burisma Holding. So they were helping in all of this cover-up, and the White House spokesperson, Kate Bedingfield, speaking at the briefings, you're paying her salary, was then moonlighting as the PR team for Hunter Biden and Rosemont Seneca and his time with Burisma Holdings in Ukraine. Guess where Bedingfield now works? Bedingfield is now a CNN political commentator. Yes. Now a CNN political commentator responded that a Bloomberg reporter had asked about it, but was doing everything she can to not use it. So she's working on behalf of Hunter Biden, who's not a government employee, who has no position in the United States government. And she's working on his behalf, on behalf of Rose Mike Seneca, on behalf of Burisma, to, to get good press and to squash bad press on Hunter Biden. And you're paying her salary. Quote, VP, referring to Vice President Joe Biden, just finished an interview with Bloomberg reporter traveling with us. And she asked about it, though she assures me she's doing everything she can to not use it. I have a transcript. I will have a transcript soon. But my quick notes on on his answer are. No one has any doubt about my record on corruption. I don't talk to my son about his business, and my children don't talk to me about mine. I have complete faith in my son. So to be clear, she is covering up for the lies of the vice president at the time, Joe Biden. She's then running damage control on behalf of a private citizen. You're paying her salary. And she's then uh, covering up the lie to the American people by Joe Biden that he says they don't talk about business. And the emails are clearly showing that they absolutely do talk about business, which is another lie. So this email alone confirms four different lies now told by Joe Biden to the American people. Swearin responded. All right. This is the guy at Rosemont Seneca with with Hunter Biden. I would just urge her, as I know you are doing, that there is no new news there. And even if she uses it, she should avoid getting into past stories, Navy, etc., that have nothing to do with this. The story, by the way, was ultimately published, we have found out as well.
Let's move on from that corruption and your tax dollars being abused to another one. John Nevergold, a business executive who was tapped in 2022 to serve another term on President Biden's advisory council on doing business in Africa, also known as the the PAC-DBIA. He previously worked as a senior advisor to Rosemont Seneca. And and directly strategized with Hunter on brokering business deals in Western Africa years prior to his appointment in the current administration under now President Joe Biden. How do we know all this? Emails show that Nevergold's relationship with Hunter dated back to at least 2011. In an August 5th, 2011 email chain, Swearin, then president of Rosemont Cynic Advisors, informed Hunter that Nevergold had received and requested to split a retainer fee, 70-30, for helping broker a deal between Rosemont and a Brazilian construction giant, OAS. We have the emails now that have been published online by Fox News. Now, after Hunter pushed back on the price, the 70-30 split, Swearin, who is also a member of the ABD's Board of Advisors for several years said, so, I am okay, all caps, with 7030, mainly because I think the relationship can bear fruit in other areas down the line. Example, in Africa, if we choose to focus there, meaning give them the damn 30%, right? A few years later, Eric Swearing emailed Hunter Biden again on May 29th of 2014, saying he talked to John Nevergold yesterday. And he said you had mentioned to him you wanted to discuss natural gas at some point. At the time, Hunter had just been appointed to serve as a board member for the Ukrainian oil and gas company, you ready? Burisma Holdings, for which he had received intense scrutiny over several years that prompted him to later admit he used, quote, poor judgment and that he would not join the board again if he could do things over. Guess what happened? They communicated, the two men communicated frequently on natural gas from 2010 all the way until 2017. I've just given you a couple stories, and I have a couple more I'm going to give you, but I do want to take a step back and then think about the $5 million that Hunter Biden owes now. And the five that he owes now uh, to this sugar daddy attorney, there's no way in hell this attorney isn't getting something in return. What is he getting in return? We don't know. But when Hunter Biden has this many ties to nearly two dozen current and former Biden officials and every one of these relationships is about making him more money for his dad because the product is Joe Biden. It's not Hunter Biden. He's a bag man. Joe Biden is the product. None of these emails are written without Joe Biden being involved, being alive, being his position of power. None of these emails are written and none of these deals are done if it isn't for Joe Biden being in office. That's what they're buying, access to the power that he has, right, in office. This is the reality of where we are now.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me introduce you to another one of these relationships that Hunter Biden was able to use to his advantage to make money. Michael Huckman, a White House aide who has held multiple positions in the Biden administration, including White House Deputy Staff Secretary previously spent nearly two decades at a Delaware law firm that was heavily involved with corporate entities tied to Hunter Biden, his business associates, as well as other Biden family members. Between January of 2021 and June of 2022, Hockman served as the White House Deputy Staff Secretary before joining the White House's recently created Office of the National Cyber Director which advises directly Joe Biden on cybersecurity policy and strategy. Hockman started out as a deputy general counsel and then as the deputy chief of staff before being promoted to the chief of staff last November. Fox's analysis found several emails between Hockman and Hunter sent during the Obama-Biden administration, in addition to nearly a dozen Biden-linked corporate entities that were registered through the law firm where Hockman spent most of his career. The review found that this law firm and others served as the registering agents of Owasco LLC. You've known about that corrupt business. Rosemont Seneca Advisors 
and Robinson Walker LLC, which is owned by Hunter's former business partner, Rob Walker. Fox News Digital previously reported that members of the Biden family received more than $1 million in payments from accounts related to Walker's LLC and their Chinese business ventures involving CEFC, Affiliate State Energy HK, in Communist China, part of the Chinese Communist Party, in 2017. Multiple Biden family accounts, including those belonging directly to Hunter Biden, Hallie Biden, an unnamed Biden also received approximately $1,038,000 from the same Walker LLC accounts after Bladen Enterprises, which reportedly belongs to Gabriel, a Rom- Romanian tycoon, deposited over $3 million into those accounts between November of 15 and May of 17. So just to, again, this seems complicated, but it's really not. So let me explain it differently. You have multiple shell companies that were set up by the law firm and this guy who now works the White House at a high level. You have millions of dollars in payments from accounts related to all of these LLCs that were set up. You also then have shady businessmen a Romanian uh, oligarch, a tycoon, depositing more than $3 million into these accounts in 15 through 18, or through 17, excuse me. And according to a 2017 email from Walker, which was obtained by the Senate Finance Committee, Walker, re- re- Walker viewed himself as, quote, a surrogate, quote, unquote, for Hunter and his uncle Jim Biden when gauging business opportunities. Now, let me get to an even bigger fish in the pond. So you understand that it wasn't just all of these people involved, names that you may not have ever heard. Let me throw out a name that you have heard, John Kerry. Less than six months before Hunter and his longtime business partner, Devin Archer, became board members at the Burisma Energy Company in Ukraine in 2014, email correspondence shows that a top aide to then Secretary of State John Kerry who announced this month he was leaving the Biden administration to serve as an advisor for the Biden campaign, was telling some of his fellow State Department officials that Kerry and Hunter had a close relationship, a close friendship, and that Hunter asked Kerry to speak to his Georgetown University graduate students on March the 18th of 2014. These guys were thick as thieves. That's what we now understand. Quote, just spoke with Hunter Biden, good friend of S., who teaches a class at Georgetown on advocacy, David Wade wrote. He'd like S to speak to his class on 318. If S is here, he'll for sure want to do this. Class would come here to HST. On the day of the class, Archer told Hunter he would send a briefing he put together on Burisma. Let me read that again. On the day of the class, Devin Archer told Hunter that he would send a briefing paper that he put together on Burisma ahead of Hunter's trip the following day to New York City to meet with him. It's unclear whether Kerry had knowledge of the conversation between Hunter and Archer about Burisma in March of 2014 or in the weeks following the class, but it was obvious they used as an opportunity to then deal with Burisma. This is insane, folks, and it's not just that. It gets even more corrupt for John Kerry. Kerry's stepson, Chris Hines, 
was a direct business partner of Hunter Biden and a direct business partner of Devin Archer at the time. He reportedly severed ties with the firm later that year. And a spokesman attributed their Burisma board membership as a major catalyst for Mr. Hines ending his business relationship with Mr. Archer and Mr. Biden. However, he still remained friendly with them in emails more than a year after they joined the Burisma board, raking in millions and millions of dollars. You want another high-profile name? How about Jake Sullivan? Hunter Biden and President Biden's national security advisor. This is the dude that's advising him on national security, folks. Jake Sullivan served together on the board of the Truman National Security Project. It's a liberal foreign think tank policy for roughly two years before Sullivan joined the president's campaign in 2020. Hunter Biden, who started serving on the board in 2012, and Sullivan both served on the Washington-based nonprofit board together between 2017 and 19, according to the archives from the Wayback Machine. During that time, Hunter was also serving on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma Holdings, as well as the Chinese private equity fund BHR Partners. The federal investigation to Hunter's foreign business dealings, which is still ongoing, also launched during the same time frame in 2018. Jake Sullivan served as National Security Board on that board with Hunter Biden for two years, raising major questions now from the GOP. Sullivan, by the way, has been accused by former White House official Mike McCormick of being a conspirator to the Biden family's kickback scheme in Ukraine when Biden was the vice president. Sullivan, of course, is denying those allegations, telling reporters that he had nothing to do with such an operation. Sure, we believe you. And finally, White House Chief of Staff, Jeff Zanks, who led the federal COVID-19 pandemic response between 2021 and April of 2022, we now know met with Hunter Biden multiple times in 2016, according to emails and White House visitor logs. Yes, the White House Chief of Staff met with Hunter Biden twice in February of 2016, and on another occasion in May of 16, just months before Biden The vice president at the time was set to leave the White House. The emails show that Biden attended the first two meetings, both of which took place at the U.S. Naval Observatory, where the vice president's residence is located. Additionally, Anne-Marie Muldoon, who was an assistant to the then Vice President Biden between 14 and 17, sent Hunter Biden an invitation to attend a potential fourth meeting with his father, And Zentz, as well as David Bradley, a Washington, D.C.-based political consultant and chair of media group Atlantic Media, as well as Eric Lander at the home on July the 12th, 16 in D.C. It is unclear whether Hunter Biden joined the meeting. We're assuming he did. Muldoon sent him a copy of the meeting agenda after it took place, raising even more suspicions about what exactly happened there. And let me just end with this one. Ron Klain, Biden's former White House chief of staff, who stepped down last year, previously served as the chief of staff for Vice President Biden until the end of January of 2011. And in September of 2012, Klan reached out to Hunter Biden for help in raising $20,000 for the Vice President's Residence Foundation, telling him to keep this low key. In fact, let me read exactly what he wrote. Told Hunter Biden to keep this low, low key. To prevent, quote, bad PR, according to the emails obtained by Fox News Digital. 
The tax lawyers for the BP Residence Foundation have concluded that since the Cheney folks last raised money in 07 and not 08, we actually have to have some incoming funds before the end of the physical year, before 9.30 of 12 next week, to remain eligible to be a public charity. Clan who had left his chief of staff position in the vice president's office a year earlier, but was the foundation's chair at the time, sent an email to Hunter Biden. It's not much. We need to raise a total of 20000 So I'm hitting up a few very close friends on a very confidential basis to write checks of 2000 each, Klan continued. We need to keep this low, low key because raising money for the residents now is bad PR. But it has to be done. So, I'm trying to just collect the 10 checks of 2000 to get it done in a week, and then we can do an event for the Residence Foundation after the election. Hunter then forwarded the email to, guess what, Eric Swearin, who helped manage the majority of Hunter's finances. And the two discussed donation donating to the foundation, though it's not clear what was ultimately decided. I still have another 10 stories to tell you. I'm going to do that in part two of this because it's so important that you understand just how corrupt the Biden apparatus actually is. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. I will have part two for you on this coming up. I can assure you, please share it on social media and I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.